What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And we have Brittany back in the building. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Love how she's our own hype man. As Isn't you should wonderful? be. Hi, guys. Good to be back. I'm Brittany L. Smith. And this, this, this Friday, February the 4th, Sweet Magnolia Season 2 is back on Netflix. It really upsets me because I was going to be like, this is Sweet Magnolia's week, burr, 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 burr. but you still had still to come through dripping with our own self-promotion, but shameless, not shameless, <laughs> very shameless plug, enter there. If you don't know what Sweet Magnolia's Get is, on it. Um, I think it is trending right yeah. now, yes. as it so, should be. On Netflix, people. Netflix. Everybody got Netflix. And if you don't got Netflix, you got somebody who, account who got Netflix. You know the password. So, no excuses. Catch okay, people. Season one, season two drops Friday, February 4th. Okay, people. Um, Anything else? No. Hmm. It's good to be back. Yeah. So, we tied. Today was an interesting day. It Folks was. be in the way. Folks <laughs> is in our way all day have y'all ever been in the grocery store and somebody grocery shopping while on the phone of course everybody's on the phone but like not texting not headphones in not like the old school player with the neck bluetooth i'm talking like full-blown phone to ear on the phone pushing the cart i almost pushed this guy down today y'all <laughs> he's about to get got this man full-blown conversation Moving the cart two miles an hour so everybody sees him. <laughs> On the phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. George. Yeah. Yes, it did. I'm place. trying to get around. She's got things to do. He's so oblivious to me and because he is fully on the phone. He's literally blocking it out. <laughs> like, literally. This is very disrespectful. Then I get up down another aisle. He blocking it. But that was then. And now this we're here. Now. <laughs> All right. Today we are talking about overcoming narcissists. We did it. We did it. We did it. She and I. We did it, Joe. <laughs> we, we did, did it. it. We did it. 
We did it, Joe. High five. Yay. Um, and if you did it too, high five to you. The tricky thing about narcissists, narcissism, mm-hmm. and narcissistic the thing about narcissistic relationships is you don't know you in it until you out of it <laughs> That's actually true. <laughs> you don't know you in it until you get out. I was a narcissist until you don't know until you get out. Yeah. And once that first one, it alerts you so heavy. And if you do the work and like sit with yourself and really heal and start to count the signs that you analytical and overthinker like me, you'd be like, oh yes, he did. Yes. You'd be writing a whole list, and you'd be surprised how many of them are out there. It's a lot. It's in the water. It's. <laughs> it's real. literally in the water. It's giving in the it water. out for free. It's in the water. In abundance. It's it's right. It's in the out. It's in the free out right next to audacity. Audacity. Audacity and narcissism. They next right next shelf to each other. Is narcissism. Yeah. Okay. They Both right next free. to they're not even on the next shelf. Right next to each other. I'm like, you know, peanut butter here, almond butter here, <laughs> audacity here. Narcissism. Right there. Right. It's a double pair. Yes, they're kissing each other. Right. Right there. So let let's give you guys the definition before we jump in. Of what a narcissist um, is. This is the WebMD. Okay. So WebMD says narcissism is extreme self-involvement to the degree that it makes a personal mm-hmm. a person ignore the needs of those around them. Mm-hmm. While everyone may show occasional narcissistic behavior, mm-hmm. true narcissists frequently disregard others or their feelings. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you hear it. All of us got something in us, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody got, you know, a little bit of it, but they just don't care. It's levels to this. That's what Meek said. It's It's levels to this. Right. People who show signs of narcissism can often be very charming and charismatic. Mm -hmm. Yes. They often don't show. They never show, honestly, negative behavior right away, Mm -hmm. especially in relationships. People who show narcissism often like to surround themselves with people who feed into their ego. Mm -hmm. They build relationships to reinforce their ideas about themselves, Mm -hmm. even if these relationships are superficial. Mm -hmm. All right? So, I screenshot some of my signs, okay? (laughs) Um, We already talked about have a sense of entitlement and require constant excessive admiration. Monopolize conversations and belittle or look oh down God. on people they perceive as inferior. Expect this the one. This the one. Expect special favors and unquestioning compliance with their expectations. So if you don't know what that means, that basically means I expect you to do things and not question my authority. <laughs> don't ask me. Listen. Or have an opinion about it. Right. Girl, I done told you. To go up in that room, take them clothes off, and come back in here. Why is you questioning me? Oh, God. Because we never discussed that, and this is the first thing. Girl, if you get... <laughs> that's not my definition. Well, not one of my signs that I dealt with. But... Uh, that's not nowhere near a sign that I dealt with. But it's more so like... Oh, I'll give a great example. Um, <laughs> a gentleman I dated caught him on Twitter entertaining women. And I was like... Hey, yo, you told me that we were dating only each other. Exclusively. Exclusively. What's going on here? And he like, I don't take Twitter seriously. Why you tripping? So they, 
they don't expect you to question the things that should be questioned basically right. we'll get into that <laughs> but the, yeah let's finish the list we this is gonna be a good one tonight take advantage of others to get what they want oh god that's a big one have an inability or unwillingness to recognize the needs of others or feelings of others this lack of here. accountability read that one again because they, they skip past this one. have an inability or unwillingness mm-hmm. to recognize the needs mm-hmm. and feelings of others mm-hmm. that one that's basically lack of accountability you yes. don't care what you do to other people and be envious of others and believe others are envious of them. A lot of folks, the main folks that be like, they hating on me. The people that talk about haters the most be the pe- people actually hating. No, seriously. I know, that's why it's funny. It's crazy because, like, <laughs> the people I'm around, like, my friends never be like, oh, they hating on me. Yeah. Like, we don't have those conversations because. If somebody hating on me, I don't care. What is that going to do for me? What is, <laughs> what is identifying a hater going to do for me? I don't need haters to be a motivator. I'm really fantastic <laughs> at motivating myself. Jesus is also great. She's a good too. She's really good. Okay. Have great friends Having who motivate friends. me. Some motivate have me. great friends. Some people's friends are Child. also their enemies or haters. Child is very twisted. I just don't even. But like, okay, so those were the examples. So what hold on, would, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. What? Oh, this is the biggest one. They have a trouble receiving criticism. If you confront them with anything they did wrong, that's criticism. Mm -hmm. And it could be something like, hey, I just walked in the room with you with a whole other woman kissing her. What's going on? They get extremely defensive as if it's you. As if (laughs) it's you, right? And they do things like react with rage or contempt and try to belittle the other person to make themselves appear superior. Experience major problems dealing with stress and adapting to change. That's another thing. And they gaslighting is huge. Gaslighting is the thing, people. The gaslighting. If you don't know what gaslighting is, gaslighting is someone making you feel like you're the problem when confronted with something they actually did wrong. Mm-hmm. And literally will make you feel like you're crazy. You literally be looking in the mirror like, dang, did I do something? <laughs> Wait, was it me? Was he kissing someone what? in front of me? Should I, I believe my own eyes? Should I believe my own eyes? Should I believe my own do eyes? Do I believe? Do I dare Do believe? I dare believe the eyes that have been my working for me 32 eyesight. years? sight over what this person says i don't know he's he made good points he made good points let me go think about it i should go get my eyes checked <laughs> i should go think about it because i'm in the wrong i need glasses that's what i it need is. glasses drove definitely... all the way over here perfect vision with my glasses contacts, Something, whatever something's going on but it's got to be me the math ain't math no more <laughs> it's clearly mm. so what's your uh one of your examples of, of dating or being no you could you had something to say before this oh i do but I, that is that gets into after we've had our discussion and everything because you know people should know what happens when you're trying to leave a narcissist well How here's the thing um my example i have several um <laughs> i have a few and i've dated a few different kind as yes. well um the one I dated the longest, he, him, yes. Um, that was my first time dating a narcissist. It was. And, uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, um, I didn't know what was going on. I'm sorry, you guys. My dog, <laughs> every time, dog. y'all listen, let me tell you something. Every time I start to record, 
he's like violence. He presses the button, violence. Let me choose violence so on he's her on podcast. Lighting cord, so, so he will pull out the lighting cord. He has pulled out the mics before. Like he just really be on one. So right now he is like furrying his body over the cord for the lighting. So I really don't know what's going to happen. Bridges, can you stop? He said no. He said no. So <laughs> blatant no, and kept doing it. So, so we'll I don't, see how this I don't goes. Know. We'll see. Hold on. Let me see okay. if I can throw something. At I threw him. a water bottle. You didn't hear. We're me. not move. It's fine. No okay. pets were harmed during the recording of this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, dating a narcissist. So this guy, first narcissist, yeah. the first one ever. He started off charming, um, did everything that I wanted. She has her own opinion, but this was my relationship with yes. her, with him. He was very charming. He did everything I wanted him to do. Like, if I wanted to go on a date, we're going on a date. If I want flowers, we get flowers. If I want candies, we getting candies. If I want food in the middle of the night, he's bringing food in the middle of the night. So, it's like, they come on, they come into the relationship giving you everything you want up front because this is a strong representative because they want you to fall very fast. The reason their pacing is very fast is because they need something from you. So they're going to do everything to build your trust very early on and allow you to let your guard down so then they can punch you in the gut with their narcissism. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, like, it was cool at first. And then, of course, they ask you about being in a relationship. Typically early, most of them, they want some type of um, control or they want some type of, like, they want a lot of access to you. Um, so they're tip, they will most likely ask you to be their girl or be exclusive or whatever. Really early on, they'll start saying all this stuff, many of them. So that's what happened with mine. And, um, I was already, and they know how to pick them. That's another thing you got to know. <laughs> they know how to pick them because he got me in a very vulnerable state in my life. I was in a very broken place. I had been dating for a long time and this is before I was celibate. And I was having sex. I had very low self-worth, but I didn't know what that looked like because I wasn't as mature as I was. I hadn't gone to therapy. I hadn't got my master's in psychology. Like, none of that. This was pre-me. This was BC me, before Christ me, all of this. <laughs> this is like, you know, so I was at a point, I didn't, I didn't have self-awareness like I have now. And I just didn't know. But I just wanted someone to pick me. I needed validation. The only way to my validation at that time was... If a man tells me I want to be your man, that validated me because for so long I was battling with abandonment issues. So in my mind, every man left. So because he stayed, that meant something to me. So him making me his girlfriend put him on a pedestal in my life. And he knew that. So. Well, let me swing on over here and give my, uh... <laughs> we don't need your side of the story. No, no. Oh, okay. I'm my, I was gonna my, say we don't need your side. No, because it's it's healthy from. Yeah, oh. I mean, 
Ashley she, knows my side. She hated like him, so I'm like, is she about to tell, talk about from her jump. hate from jump? I hated him from jump. From I was jump right, street. But it's not about me. Anyway, I was <laughs> right about yours too. You we are, all were, and now we all had a side. But like, here's, but no, but here's yours the thing. was different. Mine was different. So like Ashley was describing, you know, that narcissist in this particular situation. It's a lot of different. I'm kind. gonna call this person the idiot because that's what Ashley and I call him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's an older guy, probably like older by ten years. And also an artist. He's lying. I swear to God, y'all, he's lying. This She <laughs> thinks he's older than I he is. I know he is. He but is lying. Older. You said and 10 years? Yes. That man, a smooth 18-year difference. <laughs> Bruh, that boy look like uncle, boy. That's uncle daddy, boy. Anyway, <laughs> so he was... And uh, I guess still is like a professional actor, super accolades and everything like that. And, and y'all know actors be lying <laughs> about their age. That's the industry. <laughs> That's his industry age. And I, uh, when we met, it was really just something cool. And, you know, we ate, had dinner, got to know each other. And it was just a refreshing conversation to be around somebody who was just like, oh my gosh, you you have things to talk about. You, you are interested in the things that I'm interested in. You can talk about something other than like, oh, being on social media and followers and blah, 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 blah. Stuff that I is not really heavy to me. Um, and so we were talking about cultures and language and traveling and food and, and, and different things like that. And throughout the course of six months, he was a fantastic guy. Called every day, checked in every day. Um, we had jokes, inside jokes. She he got was, she got flewed out. She's <laughs> getting to that point. So he was um, <laughs> working with like different um, performing arts camps, and so he would be in different states. And one day he was just like, "Well, I'm gonna be in New York. Wouldn't it be great if you came out here?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course." And he was like, "No, wait. I actually do want you here. Do you, can, like, would you?" be okay if I flew you out here I said what <laughs> Ashley I'm going to New York <laughs> and so you know I'm telling the best friend about him by this time it was like five months in mm-hmm. six months in I go to New York he pays for my own separate hotel it's a different hotel than the one that he was staying in I had everything was on his card so run up the charges he's paying for it <laughs> Um, no, I did not have sex with him. No, he did not ask me for sex. Sex was never had. And we had dinner one time and he told me about like his whole entire relationship. He was older, so he had kids. He was divorced. How he got married, how they got divorced and da, 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 da. And just laying it bare open. So I'm like, oh my God, I have found a genuine human being who is caring, who is an artist who gets my life, my industry, our, we're com- you know compatible with the things that we're compatible with. For me, anything that like happens really quickly, it just makes me want to like fight somebody. So like <laughs> the fact that this happened in a length of time, six months. You're thinking six months? Yeah. We're good. We're, I'm, I'm trusting you. This is who you constantly are, who you constantly presented yourself to be. Um, like Ashley was, has an example where, you know, everything happened really, really fast and that also works. And then some people play the long game and they're just like, you know, we're going to take our time. Be slow. That was fine. But also they know how to pick them. They do know how to pick them. He never could have got me. Ever. But you wouldn't have gone for him anyway. First of all, (laughs) he looked like handsome Squidward. Not my look. Not my look. Two, 
Also, because at that time I needed validation so much, I needed it to pace fast. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you didn't come fast, not no mm-hmm. pun intended. <laughs> Just caught it when I said it. <laughs> if it. you didn't get right, heard it. Heard it. <laughs> if you weren't moving fast enough for me, I took that as you don't want me. Let me move on. Yeah. But from somebody like you who grew up in a two parent household, your parents are still together. They have a wonderful, beautiful marriage. They were courting. They were dating. Exactly. It was so like a process. They so... basically kind of like scope the what do you call it? The victim. What do you <laughs> what do you call it when they're preying on that victim? They're kind of like researching. You watch you. I have you know Joe. Um... He be. A- <laughs> They don't be stalking you, but, like, they kind of size you up. Like, yeah. can I get her? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, that's what I mean by that. So Right. And so, everything was wonderful, great. My trip to New York was amazing and awesome. And I'm telling Ashley about this. This guy is fantastic. Cut to when I get back home to Atlanta. Not da, cut da, 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 da. I don't hear from him for two weeks. I didn't tell her at the time because I was like, She's going to be upset about this because I know, I know Ashley's big thing is communication. So if somebody were to not talk to Ashley for two weeks, they wouldn't, that wouldn't happen because she'd get to like two days and they would be gone. They obviously died. (laughs) And so I, after two weeks, I've gotten to the point where I was like, hey, um, this is me texting Ashley. So the idiot didn't (laughs) text me back and it's been two and she's like, oh, it's been like two days i was like two weeks she said two weeks oh no and i mean just the text i mean she was rapid fire setting gifs like emojis everything telling me why is he dead what happened and i was just like no you don't understand oh this is my favorite first you don't understand she's having (laughs) trigger flashbacks right now but i was like no you don't understand he's really busy his schedule you don't know he's like he's a performer so he's got a lot to do and she tried to beat it into my head that no one is ever that busy. In this, the year of our Lord, 20-whatever, <laughs> where we have how many social medias, where we can set timers to send text messages to people, where we can tell Siri to send text messages to people. Well, Rihanna had we... time to get pregnant. <laughs> no, I mean, this is back then. Oh, but still. But then, like, <laughs> all of this stuff happening, no one is ever that busy to send out a text to just say hey. And, but, ooh, I was fighting her saying like you don't understand meanwhile in the reality situation we're literally dating the same person in different bodies and going through the same experience at the same time (laughs) but because it looks so different Mm -hmm. on paper on paper we didn't see it Mm -hmm. um we could only it's like the bible says trying to remove the plank what is it get the the like out of your eye uh, and don't remove the plank Mm -hmm. from your own eye like we were so busy minding each other's business (laughs) well you're a guy this no you're You're a guy guy this this. meanwhile right meanwhile still we both get played (laughs) we both get played both of us out here gaining weight oh my god yeah i forgot about that i got patches missing Mm. in my hair they were quarter size patches missing all over my hair i was still natural and then my hair was just falling out it was just falling out never happened before no it was not alopecia it was just stress 
So when did you realize you were like dating a narcissist or when did you start to question your motives um, about like your sanity? Like, first of all, from day one, um, <laughs> the thing about mine was, um, I say it was BC me only because I had been sick. So I didn't get baptized until I was 24. Around this time, I was like 26, I believe. But, you know, anybody who's a believer, like, who's really been walking with Christ and, like, really be in a word for real, for real, they know that once you get baptized, that don't mean you're going to change. Like, <laughs> you just kind of start your journey. So, I say it's BC me because this was before I, like, really got in the word, really start praying for myself, really start. Like, I was going to church every Sunday, but, like, I wasn't dedicated mm -hmm. to being more like Christ. Mm -hmm. I, I'm saying all this for a reason because before I went in that relationship, I prayed about it. I was like, hey, God, what's up? Um, You know, I'm dating this guy. Should I date him? Okay, y'all. Y'all listening? Don't think I'm crazy. Um, This ain't like no big audible, Um, what's the dude who talked for the Lion King voice? James <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's not that kind of voice. But literally, the Holy Spirit within me yelled no. <laughs> like, literally, it was like, No! And I'm like, I hear you, but he wants to be with me. So right. I'm just going to go. Right. Maybe you were yelling at me for another reason. Right. So whatever. So I go into it. And within the first month, <laughs> I realized this is why you said no. Got it. Because he started to emotionally abuse me really badly. So what emotional abuse is, is like an extreme roller coaster. I'll give you an example. One Christmas. <laughs> was this the first Christmas? This was the first one. Because that solidified. That right? was a lot. Dislike. Yeah. So on Thanksgiving. I still remember that. I'm about to, so we met late October. Mm -hmm. He brought me around his family for Thanksgiving. He expected the same thing from me on Christmas. But here's the thing. I live in Atlanta. My mom lives in Atlanta. Um, My other family lives in mississippi so going to mississippi with me is a big deal Brittany hasn't even gone to mississippi with me like still to this day. like it's not because i haven't invited her it's just more so time and whatever on. yeah but anyway so he expected me to take him to mississippi but i'm like dude we've been dating for what two months you think i'm about to take you to mississippi you crazy <laughs> like, so i get to mississippi and we get on the phone that first night <laughs> we he literally picks an argument with me out of nowhere hangs the phone up in my face so i'm like what is going on like that wasn't even nothing to hang up on nobody for like it was the dumbest thing like the dumb i can't even remember what i i can't remember what it's about but it was something very stupid like level one to ten to argue it was like a two <laughs> it was nothing so he hangs up on me this is christmas eve so I call him back like 10 times. I'm sending text after text, nothing. So I, in this point, I'm crying. I'm like, what did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. I can't believe this is going on. I'm talking to my cousin about it. That's who I'm staying with. And he's like, man, forget him. You with your fam, whatever, whatever. And I'm so I think I told her about it, whatever. I'm just, I'm, I'm out of it. Next day, Christmas, he don't hit me up. I'm still calling him. I don't hear from him, y'all. So this is like eight biggest holidays of right. the year. This is like 8 p.m. when he hung up on me. I didn't hear from him again. And mind you, I had been calling, texting throughout the day. 
I don't hear from him again until like 7 p.m. the next day. And when he called me, he literally talked. He, what's up? Like nothing happened. And I was like, are you? What? He didn't explain why. He was like, I was just upset and I need to cool down. Didn't apologize. Didn't apologize. And I'm just like crying. I'm still distraught because I'm like, why would you do this to me? Because it's like, well, you're in that. You're so confused <laughs> that logic is out the window. Because you're like, how could someone do? I must have did something wrong. Like something. It must be something I did because I don't get it. But. That emotional abuse happened so many times in our relationship. <laughs> it was just like, what the heck? So yeah. from that kind of stress, like I became attached and kind of addicted to the relationship because when there is extremes like this. And hella paranoid. So paranoid. So so when it's extremes like that, it was like, okay, I'm off. I was also paranoid. A lot of people don't realize the reason was I had so many people from every angle telling me don't be with this person but i wasn't strong enough at the time to leave i had britney hating him my mom hated him my other friends hated him they're like he's whack you need to leave anytime i turned on a gospel song it said leave it was crazy i'm like jesus what is an rb song doing on the gospel station <laughs> what is happening here so i stopped praying because every time i would pray god would tell me to leave I was still going to church, but I was just so like, whatever. I had to block out everybody because I didn't have the strength to leave at that time. So I knew from the first month that this ain't right. I didn't know it was narcissism. I didn't know I was being emotionally abused. I didn't know all of those terms until Afterwards. a year after. But during the weight gain, the paranoia... <laughs> The not really being able to enjoy my friends, things that I used to love, I couldn't do it anymore because he would just get so crazy. Yeah. For me, like I said, when I went to New York, it was a great time. It was a wonderful time. The conversation was had that I'm not going to have sex with you. He understood I was not having sex with him. No sex was had. And so we stayed in contact, had a wonderful time. And then I got back to Atlanta and again, we talked and he said he's headed to his sister's house for in California. And like I said, he was traveling at the time. Hopefully my memories putting these right together. He was traveling at the time. So he was at the like somewhere on the West Coast for the performing arts. And he's like, oh, since I'm close by, I'm going to visit my sister in California. Just drive on over. So he's like, OK, he's like, and I'll let you know when I get there. Last I heard of him for two weeks. He said, I was driving to my, I'm on the road, driving to my sister's house. I'll call you when I get there two weeks later. So clearly I'm thinking that he is actually dead. I'm like, oh <laughs> Lord, he drove off a cliff. Uh, a boulder came and smashed in him. I don't know what killers they got over there in California and like San Fran or whatever. <laughs> but surely like, what is his mom's number? Can I get in touch with her? Blah, blah, blah. I'm texting Ashley all this information, like what happened and, and I'm sending text, I'm calling, I have FaceTiming. And then two weeks later, he just calls me out of nowhere. Hey, how are you doing? You're not dead? Hi, how, wh what, what happened? What's going on? Did you make it to California? 
I don't know at this point. Um, and he's just like, oh yeah, I was with my sister. We had a great time and we we're just catching up. I'm like, mm -hmm, I don't hear anything else other than why didn't you just at least let me know that you arrived? I am huge 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 on family time i love my family i love spending time with my family i don't even text ashley as much as i do when mm -hmm. i'm with my family so to for a person to be with their family and to just be you know like kind of away from their phone that doesn't mean anything to me but let me know that you Something. arrived to your destination that's just a common courtesy thing and the fact that this is the first time in six months that we've gone without talking for two mm. weeks. Like, a lot of people may think, like, well, two weeks is not a long time. You, for continuous half a year, have set your behavior to be one thing. I am now thinking this is how you continuously are, how mm -hmm. you consistently are. We talk every day. We talk for at least this time. We check in with each other. We do X, Y, and Z. Half of the year mm -hmm. you have established this this is our groundwork now all of a sudden these two weeks come and things happen so now i'm more is it me what happened mm -hmm. did you is it somebody else whatever whatever i he's cool i have nothing to do i'm like hey well like next time could you just like let me know when you get there i mean i was with my family so i don't really think it was that big of a deal <clears throat> mind you i'm like sobbing and like blowing up her phone i don't get it i don't understand and then he was just like yeah i was like you don't get it ashley he's just busy that's what his schedule is like he told me that he couldn't get to his phone because it just doesn't work in california what it's dumb i know so things started to be very shady after that and I continued to visit him again on his dime. He flew me out, whatever. No sex was had. And then one point when I was coming, he was performing. And I specifically remember one point when he was performing, like one person in the audience, she saw that we came together and she looked back at me and she's like, you're so lucky. And what woman doesn't want to feel like they've won the lottery? Like right. we have an auditorium full of people the star is up there singing, performing. I, at the time, I wasn't on any television shows. I hadn't done any of my theater work, my professional theater work at the time. This man's been on Broadway. He's done countless regional tours. Everything made a name for himself. So I felt like I was somebody mm. being in his presence. I was mm. like, oh my gosh, yes. Mm -hmm. This is great. I'm going to big you up. I'm going to hype you up. I was able to go to, you know, your your premiere for your opening night for the show, blah, blah, blah. So, and then it's confirmed by this woman knowing that I'm great <laughs> by being in his presence. And that means I too am great because I'm connected right. to him. And after that trip, I did not speak to him for six months. Were you reaching out? I was reaching out. I didn't know I wasn't going to speak to him for six months. I'm just giving people context. They're going to ask, like, I was you reaching out, girl? And he was like, this is literally what was happening. My birthday was coming up. My birthday is coming up February 25th. Tell me. Mm -hmm. um, she gonna be like, Hawaii y'all and he was like I will be there I'll be in Florida I'll come her parents live in Miami my parents for context. live in Miami and I was in Miami to spend my birthday he's like oh I'll be in Florida I'm just gonna drive down and see you I'm like okay I'm staying with my parents just FYI and he's like yeah I'll be there my birthday comes morning hey what time do you think you're gonna be here I hear nothing 
afternoon. So wait, he ghosted you on your birthday? That's the thing she finds out post. The, so so throughout, I'm they don't need to know time. <laughs> throughout the time, because it was it was it was kind of long that she was coping with this. Oh, it was nonsense! A long time. Um, you want to get him? Mine, I was in for a year and two months. Yours was my. Oh, I forgot to say, she was in a relationship. I was in a situationship. Yeah. Situationship, meaning he had never asked me to be his girlfriend. We had conversations about being in a relationship, and I never was. So people were like, you're just stupid. I would never. I would never. Some of y'all in that right now. Y'all don't even know. Listen, I'm about to justify everything we said, because I'm about to bring it back around. But before <laughs> we get it back around, but how I long just, yours was? In totality, it was three years. Three years. So that's including the six months that we... that. He ghosted me on my mm-hmm. birthday, sent me a text text message the next day. I know I'm the worst fake non-boyfriend, but I hope you had a great birthday. He did not call himself a fake non-boy. Yes. That was the point I was going with. In the three years, she was very secretive because yes. she is very good at holding secrets. But I, I feel like when we know we're doing something wrong, it's hard for us to tell that friend that's going to call us out. So <laughs> I've been there. He used to keep secrets all the time. Not as long as her, but <laughs> I used to keep them. So I get that. Um, but a lot of stuff that she was saying, like I was unaware that he called himself a fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> said, I'm so sorry. That I'm the worst fake non-boyfriend ever. I hope you had a good birthday. And I was pissed because <laughs> you left me on my birthday. My parents expected you. They expected to meet you. They thought you were great all this whole time. And my parents are everything Because she didn't tell them that he was acting funky. And um, he didn't. We went through my whole birthday and didn't call me for my birthday. Didn't send a text message for my birthday. And that hurt. And then after that, I didn't. he didn't speak to me for six months. I called. I FaceTimed. I emailed. I texted. I Facebooked. I IG'd Messenger. Nothing. And then he popped up for six after six months and was just like, hey, how are you? It's been such a long time. <laughs> And so when I'm saying all of this and revealing this, it's like, I understand how stupid it sounds. I understand how dumb it looks. It's, you see what she's doing right now? Shaking her head. This is how people but, die. This is how <laughs> killed. Like, what is wrong but with you? People, but narcissists do have a way of coming on very strong and pleasant. So you're thinking if I have established with this person something that's so amazing and wonderful and great. And now that things are starting to fall apart, I'm not thinking it's because you're a trash individual. I'm thinking something changed within me that you no longer see. So how do I get that back? How do I fix and get it back? Like Ashley said, not knowing what narcissism was, not knowing what gaslighting was, not knowing my self-worth, thinking that he was going to make me like the best. And none of that happened. I want to pick, I want to dive deeper on top of what you just said. (laughs) Both of us were looking for something. Yeah. This is the thing. Narcissists know how to pick them because they know there's a void. Mm -hmm. Because there's a void, I can manipulate her. Mm -hmm. My void was a lack of a father, abandonment issues, a lack of an emotional available mother. So I had anxious attachment as long as you were quick fast whatever 
Um, I also had an addiction to sex at the time. Um, and I was having sex. So we had sex really quick. So that made me attach to him really quickly. So I had all these voids that I needed to be filled. So me walking away when I said I wasn't ready to walk away is because I needed those voids, voids filled. Mm-hmm. They were not supposed to be filled with him, but I didn't have the tools that I now have today to fill them by myself. Exactly. Brittany at the time. But see, and then, and then me, complete opposite of her. I have a present father. I have an emotionally available mother and I didn't have abandonment um, issues, but what I wanted was a relationship. No, but also you mentioned something and I'm going to pinpoint it. You were insecure at the time about your career. Oh, absolutely. So that's what you were looking for. You weren't looking for that. You were looking for validation. I wanted validation. You wanted that. It wasn't even, of course, we both wanted relationships. People want relationships. That's that's fine. But your void was more so career-centered. Absolutely. Yes, that's how he he could get. He had the limelight. He had the name. He had people. He had the career that I wanted. I Mm -hmm. wanted to at that time. I'm like, I want to be working full-time. I want to be on this stage. I want to be traveling for work. I want people, you know, banging down the door to come work Mm -hmm. for me. And maybe if I stay next to him long enough, then eventually somebody will notice that in me. Somebody will, like, Mm -hmm. notice and give me worth and give me value um, when it comes to my career, which is something that is near and dear and deep to Mm -hmm. my heart. Um, and so kind of just putting all of that into him. Exactly. So don't call people in these relationships dumb or stupid. Mm-hmm. Call but them. Do, right. I, I know. That's what know. I'm saying. Don't. For the people listening and who think, how could she be so stupid? How could she be so dumb? All of this. Mm-hmm. Baby, it can happen to anybody. Because guess what? You're not stupid. You void it. Mm-hmm. There's a void in your life mm-hmm. that you're trying to feel. Mm-hmm. And you think this person can feel it. But they can't. And they feed off of that. That's why understanding who you are, being aware, like you have to be aware of what you're missing. You have to be aware of what that void is. You have to be aware of the times where you are vulnerable. I can't date at certain times in my life. When I'm bored, I can't date. I'm going to pick the worst one. (laughs) Very carefully. Very carefully. Pick the wrong wrong one. So, so never feel like you're dumb if you went through it and be careful of calling people dumb when you've never experienced that Mm. void, because maybe you were blessed enough that even when you had a void, you had someone come along who was, who had good intentions. intentions. Unfortunately, we didn't experience that, but we got PhDs in narcissism right now. Okay. Bet you they ain't coming up to us now. And, uh, they do. Because oh, narcissists going to come up to anybody. They're going to shoot that out. shot. But they're going to measure it and see, how no. can I manipulate her? And then they realize, Black. I can't manipulate her. Black. Why she Black. so hard? Why she calling me out? <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, in order, that's what really drives a narcissist crazy is the lack of control and the lack of a fight. The less you fight back, the less power you can give them mm-hmm. over you the better. And because they never think they're wrong, ever. they never apologize. I remember very, very, very specifically, I was, now that time had moved on from this person, I was like, you know what? He did something, I don't know. And I'm like, I'm going to stand my ground. I'm going to call him and I'm going to tell him in a very calm way that I didn't like what he was doing. So we were on the phone. 
having a conversation. I was like, hey, um, I, in this tone that I'm saying it right now, very calmly, hey, about the other day when this, this, and this happened, I didn't like it because it made me feel this, this, and this type of way. And I would like it if in the future, if we could talk about it before the decisions happen or whatever, or that's just not something that makes me feel comfortable and I don't want to do it. What it was about, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I still remember it was because I was feeling so high and mighty for myself of like, I'm telling a person that I care about how I feel, which was big for me because I felt like actually telling my feelings to Oh a yeah, because your voice was low. Was then. like, was like, oh my God, I'm telling him that he's not perfect. So there's a chance that I might lose him. Mm-hmm. I should have lost them all because they were all terrible. Oh. But, so then he's like, oh wow, really? So I'm like, this is going well, y'all. We got a breakthrough. We got a breakthrough. This is good. Healthy communication. He's just like, wow, really? You know, I've had a lot of friends tell me that. And I just feel like in this time in my life, I am examining myself and I'm wondering this, that, and the other, and this, that, and the other, and this, that, and the other. And all of a sudden, it's not a conversation about he and I or what he did to me. It's a conversation about him and what he wants. And what he does and how other people make him feel and how everyone else is wrong and how he constantly keeps hearing the same problem over and over through multiple individuals over his lifetime. But he can accept that it's him with the issue, even though multiple people have addressed the issue being him. And so there was never like, I'm sorry, I'll do better. There was never an... That's interesting. I'll work on that. Mm -mm. There was never an apology. Mm -mm. There was no accountability. And so basically it was just me talking to myself. Mm -hmm. And that is something that is, is, is huge with a narcissist. They will make it everybody else's fault, mm -hmm. everybody else's problem, everybody else's whatever. And they are the innocent ones. Always the victims. Always the victims. I mean, before we got on, we, we was joking about what a dude told me. <laughs> I gotta say it. Please. This is how it goes. <laughs> Ashley and that person at the time, the one she was talking about on Instagram, <laughs> she confronts him because she is a sound-minded individual. Hey, I'm coming to you to bring you the issue that Not I Not accusing. Not accusing. Asking. Asking. What is this? What is this? They discuss it. And he says... You know what? It's crazy that you don't trust me, even though I gave you a reason not to trust me. He literally said that verbatim, y'all. Quote. Quote. Unquote. I quote. <laughs> I'm sorry you don't trust me, even, even though, though I, gave I gave you a reason, reason not, not to, to trust, trust me. me. The nerve is the audacity. <laughs> For me. What? I literally sent that to a few people like, am I reading this do y'all see it? I reread it like ten times before she I deleted it. Did. She I was like, this. "Can somebody explain this? Am I reading this right? Because you're you're really you're a good reader. So I think I'm a great reader as well. You knew you were doing something to promote untrustworthy behavior. <laughs> as a result, I." Don't find it trustworthy, but you're mad that I don't think you're trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. How? 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 And How? that's what, like, they do is just like, I mean, and I'm this, sorry you caught me cheating, but 
I was cheating, and I, can't believe. I feel like that's your fault. Right. You came home early. What? I can't believe you confronted me about something that I actually did. Oh, my God. You caught me lying? How dare you? How dare you catch me lying? How dare you catch me lying in the and lie con- that I told? And then confront me about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I told you a lie, but nobody oh. told you to tell me that. That I, I told was. you a lie. So this is what I want to tell to a lot of women, especially a lot of women who do have high self-worth and who do love themselves and who are single and waiting. You are going to come across a lot of guys. You're not single because you can't get a man. Preach honey child. You're single because you don't just want any. Mm -hmm. Okay. The thing about it is you probably come across a narcissist that has made you question yourself. What I mean by that is y'all were dating and you have a standard. You have things that you want. These are simple things. Can you call me consistently? Can you plan dates? Can you not say that we're exclusive and then be like entertaining other women? Like, tell me what it is. And they did something to contradict the things that y'all talked about. You brought it up. They flipped it on you and made you feel like you did something wrong. And so now you're going to your friends and your homeboys because you got both. And you're like, okay, am I tripping? Like, I know I didn't do, did I do something wrong? Because I've been there. Even at now, because I've survived it on the other side. Baby, self-worth is heavy. It's it's plump. It's bigger than Meg the Stallion booty, okay? Right. It's out here, okay? (laughs) Um, But even they can still get you to, like, question because they're really good at it. And then as a person who is very self-aware, I'm very compassionate. I'm very empathetic. And I'm always analyzing my issues. Like, how could I have been better? I know that I deal with this. Was that the problem in this situation? Did I do everything that I could have done right? If you're that kind of person, they will make you feel crazy. So I'm here to tell you, don't don't even, don't question yourself. And you're not crazy. You're not crazy. You're really, really, really A lot of times crazy. we just need that. We not crazy. Oh, for my not. So let's talk about the other side. <laughs> when we came out overcoming, what was your breaking point? <laughs> Actually, we don't have time for this. Today. Okay, after <laughs> your hair fell out and you gained weight. Um, my breaking point was this. I I can't lie because it's just a very very like real personal thing but um you don't have to lie because i feel like this no i'm not saying lie but for me it was two things this has gone on you know building my self-worth and whatnot Mm -hmm. but um he i thought i was going to be a girlfriend Mm. i could not wait three years she's a very patient woman i am a very patient woman I was back then. Um, <laughs> and I went to see him. He was having surgery. I went to go take that. care of him. And <laughs> I'm laughing because it's like, it's like oh, you can laugh at it now. It's like, <laughs> like if I wasn't saved, I'd hate this person so much. <laughs> I really would. <laughs> you crying. <laughs> But for the grace of God, like, I don't hate this person. Like, they absolutely deserve every ounce of physical hatred (laughs) that one can muster. But I don't. Okay, but anyway. um, I went to take care of him. um, 
after he was having surgery. And I just knew, like, this was it, okay? Mm -hmm. Surgery, somebody needs to take care of somebody. This is a big deal. Taking care for anybody who has taken care of another human being. It is a lot of work. God bless you. Home care givers. It's a lot of Mm -hmm. work. And before he had a performance and he was getting surgery the next day and while we were at the theater um getting ready he had a co-star um one of his castmates who just loved him and adored him and she was like oh my god is this your girlfriend this is it y'all this is the moment this is it i'm waiting i'm purposely like busy with something else but like you gonna say it because you know i'm ready i've planned for this moment and he's like after this three-year saga he's like oh no she's just a friend and so my heart drops into the floor and i don't know what to do with myself and so she's like oh okay after that moment she kisses him in front of me and so now i'm feeling like this is how people get murdered Yes, all, it's, all of these things. All of these things. <laughs> and you brought me up here to take care of you right now. And so it was the disrespect for me. Yes, I understand men are be like, but y'all weren't in a relationship. Y'all don't understand. And then people will be like, but she invested three years. These are all different ways people can play you with emotions. Mm-hmm. Because you have invested time, you invested caring, you've gotten over gotten over your hurdles or whatever, blah, 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 or you've made mistakes or you just dug deeper because you didn't want to admit the truth to yourself um, or feel like you lost, you wanted to gain, you, all the effort and energy you put in, you wanted to gain and come out on the right side of it. And um, after she kissed him in front of me, he left, I threw something. And God was like, through her. Oh, I would have, but I didn't. anyway, um, <laughs> I yelled, I said plenty of curse words and God literally yelled. That's enough. See, we both got yelled at. And I had never heard God spoke to me that loudly and in that way before in my life. <laughs> and at that point, those two things were enough for me because I was like, I know that I am in a a pit so black Mm -hmm. and in hell right now, emotionally, most of it because of my own doing. Um, And I'm not going to get any better if I stay with this person, Mm -hmm. even though everybody else thinks they're so nice and that they're so caring and that they're so great. And to an extent, that's true because that's who he presented himself to be for those first six months was a great, caring, charismatic, charming individual. Even she liked how he presented himself to be early on. And it was wonderful. But who he really was when you really got to know him was somebody who said whatever he wanted in order for him to look good, did whatever he needed to bring that person back so you can further do whatever you want emotionally you know and I didn't know how to get out of it but I felt like I just could I wasn't gonna survive if I stayed I left I came back home and that was the last time that I spoke and saw of that individual we had mutual friends and they asked like hey what happened that same night that I talked about 
where she kissed him and he allowed her to kiss him fine no problem he told it a completely different way negated any kissing happened is like i don't know she just Brittany just went crazy and she threw something ah so she just saw a theater show and then she threw something that that's how the story went she just was downstairs and she threw something that makes sense cool Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so and it's like oh that's how the story Mm -hmm, goes mm -hmm. so you know saying whatever it is for them to look good and you look like the bad guy so that they could be the victim so that they can have the sympathy of everybody and they could do the whole whatever again and at this point i definitely um and a lot of bad things after that went to therapy and a year of i think i was in therapy for like a few months and but it was a year since i was with that person and they text me and they're like hey happy birthday i hope you're all as well oh no you do know when my birthday is ah you didn't know when you left me for six months ah that birthday work it's the same day every year it's crazy and <laughs> and all of that and i showed my therapist and i deleted the messages i blocked his number and mm-hmm. i've never heard of that person again Praise it's a God. block party i love a good block party i do it, i was late to finding the block but oh the block party is but just when amazing. you find it shut up in um, my in my book how to extra eggs shameless there. plug i talk about the blocking because the blocking is just such a powerful feeling, especially coming out of something where that person has so much control and to take that control back little by little. Yes. That block button. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, let's be real. The block button helps because we all live in that moment of <laughs> how it works. I'm going to put them on do not disturb so I can see when they call me or text me so that I know that they're thinking of me and I can ignore them, but I will have the upper hand. Baby, they're not. You go keep picking up that phone. They are not. But also what I talk about in my book, How to Act Tricks, mm-hmm. is what about when you get past that thought process of false hope? When you get mm-hmm. past the moment of he's going to hit me up. Because usually that's when they hit you up, when yeah. you I'm get past okay. it. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Then they literally dismantle your entire process that you just went There's through. an alarm that goes off when you're just starting to yeah. get and it's like, an alarm it's just like oh, is she doing well for herself let me hit her, hit up. her up and ruin what her life <laughs> what she do the family you good right you know, it's well, just just a whole future out here um mine coming out um he lived with me so this was after he moved in after like eight months so mine was tricky. He tricked me into moving in. We ain't gonna talk about that. I was tricked. Literally showed up one day without his stuff, and I'm looking like, okay. But anyway, <laughs> literally, y'all, this is crazy. Um, but I was just tired. I was so drained emotionally and mentally. He had done so much, and I just didn't have any fight. Like at that point, I knew he was cheating on me, but. I'm like, I don't have the strength to leave, so I'm going to just let him cheat in peace. It's really pointless. I just, and I didn't find anything or look for anything. I just felt it. I knew it was happening. I just felt it, but it was no point, again, of looking because I wasn't going to leave anyway. And it manifested in the way she spoke to other people. Yeah. Like, she was fine, well, fine with him, (laughs) but then friends would be like saying something and she's like no and i know you think he's 
cheating on me? What? I was asking, like, if I could borrow a shirt. What do you mean? Um, but that's also a thing is, like, your body knows. Women especially, your intuition knows. Men think men, we crazy. Men have intuition if your chick is cheating on you. You know what I'm saying? Or your significant I other. think dudes think we crazy because we say we have female intuition. But I literally knew he was cheating. It was confirmed later on. Mm-hmm. But I knew he was cheap yeah, but that wasn't the reason i left i left because i was tired and what was crazy was i oh before you even say that see there's a difference we were talking about my situation it was just like oh this person left you oh this person didn't talk to you for x amount of time she knew he was cheating but that wasn't the reason why she left Mm-mm. so we wanted to point out because we understand being tired we understand wanting to like still give and still try but what actually you ended up leaving was because you were tired and couldn't do it anymore. Also same. I just couldn't do it. And like, don't let this think, let men who listen to this think cheating is not, wish you would cheat. Cheating is a deal Wish breaker. you would, would. It was a deal breaker then. I just the didn't have the energy or the worth or the love to get myself out of there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't have the strength. So, um, what was crazy, what I still laugh at to this day was when when he started to realize that I was over it, he actually started to act better. But by that time, I was so checked out. When I tell you I was checked out, I was out. You know how they be like, women check out before they leave? <laughs> that is the truth. They do. <laughs> I was out for about the last four months. I was not present. I still had feelings for him. There was, it wasn't even feelings. It was an attachment. I was attached to the process. Just waiting on the days for me to get straight. I would say stuff to him that (laughs) is just really ridiculous. He would be like, oh, you know, he would bring up marriage. And I'd be like, I'm not going to marry you, but I hope your wife likes you. (laughs) I was so checked out. (laughs) He deserved it. I didn't care. I was checked out. I just wasn't a part of it, like, whatever. I was just going through the motions, but I left. I prayed my way out, so I can't remember the exact thing he did, but I remember it was three days before Christmas, (laughs) and he was supposed to come to Mississippi with me. That was, you know, he was excited about that, but I think I went to God, and I was like, I'm tired. I know I left you. I know I... Haven't been talking to you because every time you tell me to leave, and I don't think I have the strength to, but have your way. Whatever you need to do to get me out, I need you to help me to get out. And God was like, bet. That day, I think maybe the next day, I got the strength to just be like, get out. And he was confused. I'm like, no, I'm I'm serious. Get out. Now, usually we broke up all the time. (laughs) Fake kicked him out all the time. like twice a week. At least. So... Towards the end, we weren't breaking up as much because, again, he was trying to act better, but by that time, I was just over it. But usually, I'd fake kick him out, and he would take a few things and then come back. But this time, I said, no, I need everything you have in here out, and here's your Christmas gift. Take it with you. And instead of staying inside of my apartment, I went in my car, and I sat in my car and watched him take all his stuff out. And he was looking at me with this little pitiful face, and I drove around the corner and was like, I don't want to see this. And that was that. And so it was like a back and forth for like a month or so. But every time I would try to touch it, God would sting me again. Cause he's like, you told me to have my way. I got you. So yeah. Um, 
And then I just pray. I got really heavy into my word. That's when my celibacy journey started. And I just focused on myself. And, um, yeah. And what's crazy is a year later, this is how my, <laughs> just like a writer's story. Cause I mean, hello, I always have interesting things happen. Mm-hmm. A year later, his girlfriend at the time emailed me and was like, I'm dating your ex now. Can you help me? And she, here's my number. And I called her and we talked and we exchanged like notes and he was cheating on me with her and everything. And I didn't care because I was over it by then. It was a year. But the thing that I knew, like this man is a narcissist. She's like, I just want to make sure I'm not crazy because he makes me feel like I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. I said, everything you believe, he did it. (laughs) Everything you believe, he did. You didn't even have to tell me. (laughs) He did it. Because it was crazy, like coming out of it. I used to believe like so much of what he said, but when I snapped out of it, all his lies just start pouring out. So I would ask the right questions at the right time and trip him up and he'd be stuttering. He really missed his calling as an actor because he'd be really good at it. But yeah, (laughs) so we went through our journey. We've been on here for a while, but I just want to touch on some things that you possibly battle when you come out of a relationship with a narcissist. Um, One of the main things is your ability to trust yourself mm-hmm. um, and just your confidence and your self-esteem. I would like to add, they are not the last person who is going to love you. Oh yeah. That's beautiful. Um, it, Cause for me, like, like I said, it started so great and wonderful. And in comparison to the people before he was the best person that was there. So, even though I was out of it and he was horrible, I was like, so am I going to be by myself now? <laughs> mm. Am I ever going to meet somebody great like him? Mm. Spoiler alert, I did. It's me. <laughs> okay. Sure did meet somebody who's going to love me better. I want to get better in it. <laughs> and I say that to say when you get to the point of really needing yourself and I mean even the ugliest parts of yourself and you can address that and you can say let's examine it let's work on it I'm gonna love you even though I don't like this and then you work on what you don't like and get better you are a different person and you do love yourself more and when that opens a whole different realm of people who are going to be attracted to you because you no longer gave off the scent of I need validation i have a void i need you to feel this yes everybody still has things and quirks and stuff that they need but now i'm coming to the place of i am a whole britney britney has you know she has her good side she has her bad side she has things that she's working on but i'm whole so when i'm putting out my energy i'm looking for a whole individual you do not need to feel me you are not god you are not jesus you are not going to be the missing piece in my life. If there is a missing piece, God and Jesus will fill it. And yes, as I'm going to be dating and with another person, he too will be a whole individual. And we will pour into each other's lives because I no longer need someone to fake make me feel like I, whatever, whatever, whatever the situation may be. I dang sure didn't need him to get on Netflix. <laughs> I didn't need it. Season two coming out. Season two, this right. We saying this Friday, but it'll be in the past. But y'all still it's got still Netflix, on so, so that means you can watch it. Right, you can still watch it right okay. now. Okay, 
I just love how we came that back. He was the best thing to I the ever. Shameless the best thing I ever had brought me to Netflix. You see what I'm saying? Look at God, won't he make it good? Uh, losing him put me on television shows, got me in movies, got me starring in two person world premiere plays at great theaters. But I thought he was the best thing I ever had. Oh, but God introduced me to me. Oh, but Jesus fixed me and worked on that self-worth and everything. Books, therapy, all of that. Made, got me here. So now we introduced to Brittany. Be nasty, everybody. It's <laughs> an inside joke. Shut up. <laughs> and now we are ascending. And my star is hitched to God. It's not mm. hitched to anybody else. It's hitched to self-worth. It's hitched to self-confidence. It's hitched to knowing that we, me, I, and God did this. Mm. Not anybody else. I'm sorry, so I'm saying this fuck. I just It's okay. Hype <laughs> on that Be part. nasty, everybody. So. Um, girl, I had so much to say, I, I forgot. You, <laughs> you had to drop the mic on the people. Um, what do you feel like is the most important thing for people to learn as they come out of it? Like, what did you... I'm trying to go back to whatever. <laughs> My memory is bad, y'all. It's really bad. Like, I need to write sticky notes. It's really bad. Um, <laughs> knowing that they're not, I'm trying to get it. <laughs> knowing that they're not going to be the best thing to ever happen to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she said learning yourself. So, she even touched the void thing. So, you'll know what voids need to be filled. Because a lot of times, people come into our lives to show us who we are. And it be, and it's crazy because when you get to the lowest point, the only way you can go is up. And hopefully you don't choose to fill your void with more distractions or more numbing aids like alcohol, drinks. I mean, alcohol, drugs, sex, like they do on Euphoria. Um, Hopefully, or or toxic people, right? Or or other people, um, or more distractions. But you take the time, but. When you get there, you don't need those voids. Now, the thing about narcissists is they go for everybody. They just, when they're dating you, they're trying to figure out what can I do to her? How far can I manipulate her? And if you can't be manipulated, many times they will skip over you and they will leave you very quickly. Mm -hmm. And you'll be questioning things, but don't question nothing. Just know you won. Mm -hmm. Because they're like, oh, I can't do nothing with her. Let me move on. Because they, child, they move on with me. Because I'm going to call you out. Because that's what I'm going to do, okay? I'm holding you accountable. And I'm the type, when you try to deflect, we're not deflecting, baby. I'm, I can deflect. I'm good at it. But, <laughs> but when it comes to, my deflection is usually jokingly. It's just like a little topic I don't want to touch. Like, mm, I'm going to move over here. But I take accountability. Like, I'm that girl who I'm usually over accountable. So if I toss something to you, I'm not going to accuse you. I'm going to ask you a question. And if we can't come to a common ground and you get offensive, we're not doing this. But um, the main thing I would tell somebody to take away, I'm going to touch on a few. You said, understand that this is not the only person that will ever love you, the last person. Really, you shouldn't even want to love like this because it ain't love, baby. It is strategy. It's not love. It's strategy. Some people survival. Yes. And when you survival mode, that don't mean you got to care about anybody else. Don't. Because okay. they don't care about you anyway. It's winter. Uh, <laughs> We're still looking for homes, okay? These hobosexuals out here, hobo, okay? Meaning they homeless. <laughs> hobosexuals, they will come into your homes, people. Okay. Um. Another thing, I'm posting a blog tomorrow. 
I'm not going to get into it now. I'm going to get into it on the blog. It's going to be called, Is Self-Love Helping or Hindering Single Women? I say that because lately I've been seeing a lot of people talk about... I keep hearing a lot of people talk about how us loving ourselves are keeping us single. And honestly, (laughs) honestly... If loving me is wrong, it's I don't want to be right. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I don't want to be right. Okay. But I do get the misconception because a lot of people say put self-love on inauthentic things and try mm-hmm. to say that that's what it is, but it don't look or like that. self-love being selfish. Exactly, and that's not what this is. So I'm definitely touching on that tomorrow, but what I want to say is, overcoming narcissism it comes with you having to build an unbreakable confidence that where no matter how much you get rejected yes it's going to make you sad yes you're going to grieve yes you're going to be like that's normal that's normal that's just a part of grief but it shouldn't take you to a dark place where you feel like you're worthless this is the best i can do right like it shouldn't make you feel like that way it should literally free you because guess what when both of us came out of that relationship I lost in one month a smooth 15 pounds. Sweetie over here lost 20. I did. Skin cleared up. Okay. Hair, Hair came was back. popping. Hair came back. Hair grew, grew back. Mm-hmm. Like, what we talk about? The best was up. What are you saying? And I was stuck. out here up and it stuck. This was before I released my books. Now I'm four books in? What we talking about? Like, come, come through. Came through dripping. Did you okay? say you got better with your left? <laughs> I did. Me? I did. So what I'm saying is, um, yeah, a lot of people when they listen to single woman, they think, oh, y'all just using, you know, the self love just to cover up the fact you can't get a man again. (laughs) I can get a man. Several, in fact, several. I just am not about to settle for less a relation. It ain't even about less. I'm just not settling for a relationship. That ain't really a relationship. <laughs> like, if I got to fight you to want me, why am I here? <laughs> I saw a post today that actually said, if you lose a person and you don't lose your peace, you didn't lose anything. What are we doing? How are you mad about How? somebody that left, but you still got peace? Because I'm- this is what I say. <laughs> when people be like, oh, this person left or it didn't work. I'd be like, okay, I hear what you're saying that you lost the relationship. Okay, Okay, I see hear what you're saying that you lost the relationship, but what did you gain? Good peace, your edges, Mm -hmm. honesty, Uh. like the ability to accomplish goals, grace for yourself, like confidence, confidence, good sleep, not knowing ain't nobody cheating on you. (laughs) Sounds like a win to me. So I just, I don't know. It's we're we're in a society that looks that's why my motto is being single is a beautiful choice and rather than a miserable circumstance because this is a choice to be here we can all i feel like anybody walking this earth can you know find somebody but it's just about the type of relationship you want and i've invested too much in myself mm-hmm. to just be dating any old body and accept any old thing Baby, this is Corvette country. (laughs) I don't want no Pinto. (laughs) Bentleys do not go on sale. What are we talking about? I don't, I don't, I don't. 
So, yes. So, hopefully this helped somebody. Hopefully this brought light to something. Um, I hope if someone's experiencing the things that we've talked about, this frees you. And if you're coming out of it, just know that it's only up from here. And yes, that's better. The grieving process is hard. It's heavy because you're going to question yourself a Mm -hmm. lot. You're going to feel like, how could I have been so stupid? How could I have been Mm -hmm. so dumb? Why didn't I catch it? Why didn't I see it? I know better. Again, you don't know you in it until you out of it. (laughs) You don't know. Cause you be full blown. Listen, it's a strategy. They are good at it. They are so good at it. Like, it's like watching Denzel on the screen. No, it's like watching Tina Turner. I mean, Angela Black Bassett play Tina Turner because my whole life I thought Angela was Tina. You know how old I was <laughs> when I realized that Angela Bassett wasn't Tina Turner? Because I'm like, who like is this woman at the end of this movie? I didn't even wait till the end of the movie. I saw Angela Bassett in another movie and I was like, look at Tina. <laughs> Tina is getting this work. I didn't know she was acting now. She stopped singing. She a movie. She got, come on. And the whole show, they didn't put oh. Tina Turner's name on there. I'm like, who is this Angela? Who Bassett? is this Angela? Who is Angela? She all, she she's good too, but that not, I this? thought she was Tina, but she not. <laughs> she not Tina. She was over there and the, with the little dress, and she did this and the thing. But she left a good job in the city. Ah, saying <laughs> she was rolling on the river, and it was <laughs> far. What do you mean? That kind of good, yeah. you know. So don't don't feel bad. Um, again. If you haven't watched Sweet Magnolias, go ahead and turn that on right now. Retina. Retina. As soon as you... Retina. All right. I think that's it. Bye, guys. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.